You know, I really wish I had my hammer. Your hammer? Quite unique. It was made from this, this special metal from the heart of the dying star. And when I spun it really, really fast, it gave me the ability to fly. You rode a hammer? No, I, I didn't ride the hammer. The hammer rode you on your back? No, no, no. I, I used to spin it really fast, and it, it, would, it would pull me off. The... Oh, my God. The hammer pulled you off. Three Films on a Podcast has no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode. All film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders and is used solely with the intent of film criticism, commentary, and education under fair use law. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Films and a Podcast, the podcast with three friends who try to watch three new movies uh, as much as possible and talk <laughs> about it and we report back on it here That's um right. both of those friends are with me today uh first we have matt weiler who is down in pleasant grove what's up <laughs> <laughs> is this audio on i couldn't tell i don't know, like look down and ruin it i was like i don't know if his audio is on takes a while English. for your voice to travel down to pleasant grove yeah, That's yeah right. I, I get it <laughs> um i'll just do that one more time okay <laughs> Uh, the first of those is Matt Weiler, who is with us down from uh, Pleasant Grove. What's up? And then we have Tyler, who is one of three people representing Portland on the pod tonight. Hello. It's nice to be here again. <laughs> Back again, as usual. Um, yeah, we have two guests with us who are here for the first time. Uh, Ethan Simi and Austin Davis, who are from the Final Take podcast. Thanks, you guys, so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, do you guys want to talk a little bit about yourselves or your pod? Kind of, you know, let people know what the final take pod's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll I'll start, Austin. Um, so yeah, Austin and I, um, we are coworkers. We work together, and uh, and we're friends. We work together for quite a while, and uh, essentially, we both like to talk about movies. And we were like, how how do we do this um, without like only ourselves? And so we started a podcast like a year ago, and. Nice. Uh, Yep. Final take. Uh, essentially, it's, uh, you know, we get together once a week and we give our final take on movies and uh, new releases when they come out. And then, uh, you know, in the meantime, everything else. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's really just a conversation podcast every week. That's, uh, you know, talking movies. For sure. Do you guys do you guys have a certain like uh, structure in which you pick the movies you do? Or is it just like case by case. I don't know, Austin, you want to, I couldn't figure it out by listening to your episodes. (laughs) Yeah. So it goes how, like pretty simple. It is, Hey, Ethan, what do we want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Super scientific method. I like it. Yeah. So um, that did evolve to having some type of list actually like on a notes thing that we just like kind of add on to. Oh, Oh, right. Yeah. But sometimes like, we're like, you know, we're going to, we're just going to switch it up audible here and we're just going to do something else next week. So uh, that's rad yeah yeah it's listening it's cool uh to one of the most recent episodes and it like kicked me back to the beginning for you guys so it kicked me to like the 1917 one mm. so yeah just like i, I like that idea that she's like hey let's when we could go to theaters like let's go to a theater and watch something and then let's talk about it i think it's pretty cool yeah i'm pretty sure the last movie that we actually saw in a theater together was downhill is that correct austin no <laughs> that proves my memory <laughs> what was it i think it was the new mutants oh, oh yeah the new mutants you saw it in theaters that's awesome yeah so, or okay. or or tenant it was one of the two i think new mutants came after hmm. yeah the, the episode i listened to 
uh, yesterday, you had just talked about seeing Tenet during the during this pandemic. So yeah, I can't dude, I can't even remember the last time I was in a theater. I really don't remember the last movie I saw in theater, and it's I'm kind of having a crisis about it right now. <laughs> I think it was Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, Space Jam. Yeah, with my with my grandpa. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! Yeah, Matt and I were able, to, like, luckily enough to go see Tenet uh, at a drive drive through. Well, I can't even talk right now. Sorry, at a drive-in theater here in Salt Lake. So that was kind of surreal, you know. Cause it's been so mm-hmm. long since, like, we he and I like used to go see every Marvel, every Star Wars movie. Like, we would reserve a row, and his friends would come, and it, so now it's just like can't really do that anymore. But luckily, that one chance came up. But man, I can't wait to get back into a theater and just pay for super expensive yeah. food <laughs> that's all i want to do i'll pay three times the price right. just like make it safe yeah popcorn tastes better when it when it hurts to buy yes exactly. <laughs> oh yes i want 12 dollars worth of popcorn face. <laughs> great. I, I miss it so much i have my avengers endgame like collector's cup oh beautiful oh, that's, that's awesome recapture the memory that's so cool i uh, love it um well cool yeah we're super stoked to have you guys on here um as you guys know both our listeners and you guys we do a round of questions for all of our new guests we call it our clubhouse so we would love to ask you guys these questions and just learn a little bit more about your guys's movie past and all that kind of stuff um we've never done it with two people once before so i don't know to like ask you guys the same question or we go one by one anybody have any preference i don't know what the best way is to go about this yeah we got time all right. Well, let's just ask the question and then you guys can take turns answering them. Um, I'll go first. My my favorite question when I am talking to someone who I know loves movies and loves that kind of stuff is to ask them who their Desert Island director or actor would be. So you get the whole filmography, you know, both past and the future filmography of this person. Who would you guys want? You know, what filmography would you guys want on your island? Austin, I really want you to go first. <laughs> I'm just I, dying. Uh, I have to have you go first. I mean, this is kind of a toss-up between an actor and a director. Um, the toss-up between is like Christopher Nolan or Leo. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, it's good you get an Inception either way. So you're fine. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd that go, one point. I'd go Leo for that one. You get you get a, a wide breadth of of stuff to watch. Yeah, you get the beach. Yeah, you get to work with Scorsese. You get yeah. to like, you yeah. work with all these famous people. I mean, though, I mean, Christopher Nolan, he also has made some really good movies. So it's true. But I might have to land on Leo, to be honest. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. I think that's solid. And honestly, like both of them both have, I think, you know, some good future movies coming up. So I think it'll be, that'd be a great choice either way. So I'm actually kind it. of pissed off. I never thought of that until now. It's like, God, that's such a good answer. <laughs> that's a really good answer. <laughs> How about you, Ethan? You crushed it. Well, uh, let's see. So uh, Austin's going to see this one come from a mile away. Um, but I, I had to go. We were talking off uh, right before the show about, about, you know, just picking things with your heart. So I had to go with my heart. And uh, I had to pick Ryan Gosling as my <laughs> Desert Island actor. I love Gotta it. do it. Yeah. He, uh, listen, I know on the surface that sounds like a terrible choice. And he, even uh, I took a long drive, uh, you know, back home with my long wife. Long drive, yesterday. huh? <laughs> exactly so we took a long drive and I, and I had I had ran these questions by her and like ran my answers by her and uh and I told her that Ryan Gosling was my pick and literally she's like mm, that's not good <laughs> like, stop I have to explain this <laughs> oh I love that he's loaded like that's he's got two of my all-time favorite movies in La La Land and The Big Short 
Uh, yeah. He's also like, I feel like he has a movie for everything. Uh, I mean, we were just talking about rom-coms. You got crazy, stupid love you can take with you. And mm-hmm. that's a great supporting cast there too. Yeah. I mean, and like drive blue Valentine, like blade runner 2049. Like, yeah. I feel like you're, you're just like checking all these boxes. Yeah. Uh, Remember the Titans. Come on. Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Exactly. Um, I did not know he was in that. But that's great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Austin's um, tricking us. He wasn't in that movie, but he knows we don't know that. So <laughs> Ben's never seen Remember the Titans. I'm just going to reference that the whole time. Yeah, that's a that's a great choice. Uh, Blade uh, 2049 is like a it's a hole in my filmography. I still have not seen that. I'm, I just feel like I need to though. That whole matchup of Deacons and everyone like that's yeah. I don't know. Looks great. I love both of those answers. Leo and Gosling can't go wrong with that. Um, yeah, Fuzz, do you want to go into your question? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to send this one to Ethan first because the Ryan Gosling answer really surprised me. And so I'm very curious. Um, so something I've talked about at length on our pod is, uh, how my grandfather had such a, a huge influence on the movies I watch and my like taste in comedy and that sort of thing. So I'm always curious where other people, uh, got their influences from and, and sort of, uh, yeah, what, what, it, so who or what in your life influenced your cinematic taste the most? Yeah, I mean, um, honestly, growing up, like, I wasn't super, super into movies until like probably the last few years. Um, and, but growing up, like, I pretty distinctly remember, um, my mom would make me, I guess, make me watch movies like, uh, Vanilla Sky and The Game and and a couple Whoa. of movies that Austin <laughs> and I actually talked about um, last week on the show. Oh, nice! And so and like Inception and like some of these movies where like she really enjoyed them and she's like, you have to go see this. Um, you know, even though you're like eight years old, you're not going <laughs> to like yeah. you have to watch this. Um, so like that's kind of what I grew up on. So I feel like that has a really big impact on on what I watch now and like what I enjoy now about like kind of movies that you know you peel back the onion of yeah this means that and 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 all of that um but i also i also watched um breaking bad when it was like Mm. on on the air like i I was on amc like yeah oh yeah and and like that show is enough to to really influence like you know cinematography um like stylizing choices and like what i find enjoyable um Mm -hmm. so i'd say like really really those two things um which doesn't coincide with the Ryan Gosling pick in the slide. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's all good. Um, and you know, you're a guest here, so we'll allow you to break one of our rules of movie club. We don't talk about TV on movie club. Ah, okay. No, well, I, I, I retract. <laughs> no, don't retract. We're going to scrub that whole thing. We're scrubbing all that audio. I, I, <laughs> Cause I wanted to expand on the breaking bad thing and I'm going to, cause if we make the rules, we can also break them. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, that was one of my favorite time. Like I loved uh, being able to experience Breaking Bad in the moment because, you know, now you can binge everything and everything is just it's just one and done all the way through and it's great, you know. But I really loved like the anticipation, kind of like we're getting with Wandavision and The Mandalorian mm-hmm. right now. So um, I definitely definitely relate to uh, the Breaking Bad experience. I remember texting Ben all the time about it. <laughs> And I mean, and it's, it's a very cinematic show, you know? So. Yeah, I was going to say, like, they, they have, I mean, Ryan Johnson directed episodes. Like, they've had big names direct mm-hmm. episodes of that yeah. show. So it's not just, like, TV directors. So it's a very cinematic feel. I, I was, I mean, I consider myself lucky enough that I was able to just, like, 
I think seasons one through four on Netflix. So I was only live for the last season. Yeah. And it, it tore me apart. So it's like, how did you guys do this for like four years? This is insane. Like I'm losing my mind right now, but um, yeah, that, that's a, yeah, that's a great show. I don't, yeah. I don't think I'll ever be able to experience anything like, like season five finale of breaking bad when, when Hank oh, is man. in the toilet and, and then you, and then you're like, Oh, well I got to wait nine months. Yeah. yeah. Know, exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Like that, that um yeah like that that just whole feeling encapsulated i don't know with with the binge culture we have now um and even going away from binge culture i still don't think that can be ever replicated again yeah well, I, I remember it was like the second or third to last episode and i was with my family we were about to go on a cruise out of florida and like the hotel didn't this. have amc so it's like <laughs> on some weird russian torrent site like trying to watch the episodes I'm like i can't have this spoiled for me like i need to <laughs> see what happens but yeah it's amazing when you have that feeling it's like I, I we have to watch this like we stayed up and watched wandavision this past week and it was like two in the morning that i was texting these guys on the slack i was like watch it immediately don't wait <laughs> like you need to see this episode right now uh, i had to avoid uh, twitter for a whole day Ugh. i don't know how you did it <laughs> no idea how you did it um austin how about you man what was your your big influence uh great question um let me think about this because i would have to say like my neighbors um okay. growing up they actually owned like a like like a half like movie shop half like video game store um so they would get like new stuff in and they'd always like have one like they'd pull one movie aside for themselves so like they just had a wall of just like movies and they're like austin just come on over like you can (laughs) check check one out and then bring it back and like yeah i know right it was like blockbuster just you know right there that's so cool so i definitely did that and like i think like what really like um, the movie that kind of like triggered everything for me was kind of like Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my like top five movies ever. Nice. Kind of like got me into like that whole like psychological thriller Shit, type sure. stuff. And I was just like, yep, this is it. This is what I like. Yeah. That's that was so cool. Donnie Darko was one of the first movies for me too, that like <clears throat> really kind of uh, hooked me into like what uh, a movie can be or what it can do or what it can say, you know, I mean, um, I, I'm curious to go back and watch it. I, have, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I wonder what I think about it when I have all this gray in my beard. You know, <laughs> I'm not such an inquisitive young man anymore. So I, I wonder what my cynical old brain would think about Donnie Darko. But I loved it a whole bunch, and it and it for and it definitely had a huge influence on me as well. well I was going to follow up if you had a specific, uh, like a specific movie or memory, uh, Austin, you kind of just answered that with Donnie Darko, but, uh, Ethan, did you have a specific, uh, movie that you watched with your mom or a specific experience that, that stood out to you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think the thing that stands out to me the most is, um, pretty recently. So, uh, we, uh, you would know in Portland, the, the living room theater downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to go see, la la land for the first time at the living room theater and i feel like that specific experience really kicked off and like oh mm. love, like oh shit like i really like movies yeah like this, this is really really cool uh and and i i went to go see it again obviously and like really kind of sparked like my passion that i have for movies now uh so i feel like that one experience like i i don't remember a whole lot of experiences in my life like i remember proposing to my wife but I also remember <laughs> going to see La La Land for the first time. Like that, <laughs> nice. that's right there. <laughs> that's rad. I'm I'm actually like I'm kind of jealous. I mean, that's part of the reason we started this pod is because 
you know, we all love movies, the three of us, but we realized we weren't really seeing enough of them. You know, we're kind of watching the same things over and over. So, but I'm jealous of you, Ethan, because now it's, I get the sense that you're like experiencing everything for the first time right now. And that's a pretty cool thing to, uh, to be able to do. Um, Matt, while you were away, we were just kind of chatting about some of the experiences they had in their movies, but um, yeah, and, and Ethan was talking about how, you know, he just sort of discovered movies in a way over the last few years, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty jealous of that. That's awesome. Super rad. I did want to comment on Donnie Darko. I've, I've started with any Jake Gyllenhaal movie, I've started to pose the question, would this movie be better or worse if Jake Gyllenhaal were replaced by Maggie Gyllenhaal? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so would so, they just swap parts in Donnie Darko? She plays his role no matter yeah. what. Okay. Yeah. Literally the All same right. thing. I love yep. it. I, I can't help but think about the dark Knight Every time you ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal getting dropped from the roof. Like, Oh God, I, would, I love that so much. Bale and Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's funny. Um, so my question is based off of an exercise that we did in one of our rounds, which is unsung gems. And essentially what that is, is um, everybody has a movie that they love that maybe they feel is underappreciated or that not enough people have seen, um, that they always feel like they have to, you know, talk people into watching. Um, but yeah, essentially an underrated movie that they just absolutely love. And so my question would be for you guys is what's your unsung gem? Austin, you can go first again. <laughs> so generous. Um, yeah, so I actually had to think about this one for a minute um, because, it, again, it came down to a, a toss-up between a couple. Um, but I'm going to go with the more ex- obscure movie, to be honest. So uh, a movie called uh, Wrist Cutters, A Love Story. Mm. Oh. I oh, don't know. If, ha- have any of you? Heard? I have seen that. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, it's not one that many people even like know about or even it's talk a- about. I felt like it was a very good movie. It has like a audience score of like 80 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was like a $1 million budget film that didn't hit a million dollars. Um, but uh, just like the project itself, like the, the idea of it is this guy like breaks up with this girlfriend and just goes into a deep, dark depression, kills himself. But then when he kills himself, he's in like purgatory and like everything's oh, yeah. just like, all, everyone there has committed suicide and like they're just kind of like living the most like not fun lives they're just like <laughs> mediocre lives and it's kind of like a comedy so like um like the guy that kills himself ends up working at a pizza parlor in purgatory nice. like yeah so uh he finds out that like his ex actually like kills herself and he's like oh i need to go find her and then on the trip like he meets this girl and stuff huh. like that so are there any like notable names in it or the director? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I actually I've got it the uh, IMDb here. It's got Will Arnett as top billing on it. Oh, okay. Um, and I can't. I don't. Re- so I've seen it, and I definitely liked it. And I agree, it's something. It's a good hidden gem, and people should see it. But it's showing Shannon Sossaman on here, and she's not in the in the uh, billing at all. So I'm wondering what's going on. I can't remember what she did in the, in the movie. Uh, I think that was the love interest. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then who else? Uh, Nick Offerman oh, has a small role in it and stuff like okay. that. So like a lot of s- small like cameos. Of random oh, dude. People. Tom Waits is in this. Yeah, I like this movie, but I don't remember it that well. This is a good pick. 
Do we need a second Shannon Sossman suicide movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> Just what I ordered. Get that on our uh, Shannon Sossman suicide rush form. <laughs> right? I love two movies on there. That's awesome. That's a good answer. Um, let's see. That's going to make my answer seem a lot less cool because that's actually like a real <laughs> unsung gem. Um so what? Yeah, when you guys first posed the question to me of an unsung gem, uh, I immediately I wanted to say uncut gems because uh, a it rhymes and b um, I, I feel nobody ever gives that movie enough credit. Yeah, I love that movie. You know, biggest uh, biggest tragedy of our lifetime is not seeing Adam Sandler win any awards for right. Oh man, gems. Jeez, I know. Unbelievable. Um, but my real answer is uh, Private Life. It's actually a Netflix original movie. Um, mm. Came out in 20, 2018. And it stars Catherine Hahn and Paul Giamatti. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. The, is it like a fertility movie, something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so Catherine Hahn is is undergoing like fertility therapies, and uh, and it's just about like them undergoing this and the effect that it has on their relationship and their jobs and and everything like that. Uh, and you know, it's it's like really it's my type of movie because I just like love those kinds of life instance type situations. Mm. Um, but I feel like Catherine Hahn and Paul Giamatti really actually work well together. And, yeah. and as we know with WandaVision, like Catherine Hahn's a, an absolute gem. Oh I think God. she's criminally she's so underrated good. or maybe she's not. I don't know. I just think she I should see her in, in most everything. So <laughs> It's crazy to be in a movie with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and be the funniest part of it in my eyes. But her role <laughs> in Step Brothers is like, oh my God, she cracks me up. She's the best. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a really good movie. I haven't heard anybody that's like watched it or talked about it. Nobody knows about it. Um, but I really really enjoy that. Yeah, Sweet. it looks cool, man. I'll definitely check it out. Giamatti's always solid. Great answers. Paul Giamatti and Big Fat Liar, huge influence on my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I mean, that was awesome. Thanks you guys so much for uh, handling our questions um it's i just love like getting to you know learn more about people and their music tastes and everything so we really appreciate that um now i think let's just get started with the draft let's let's, let's get into this battle royale you know i'm not ready um for people who are unfamiliar with the movie draft uh we are doing the mcu i don't even know if i said that at the beginning we're doing the mcu movie draft <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be a title now that you're 20 minutes in this is the mcu movie draft <laughs> this is what we're doing <laughs> um so we got five people we're gonna do four rounds we got 23 movies to choose from so i think it's gonna get cut throat that last round which i'm yeah. really super excited for <laughs> Um, but yeah, snake format one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one, and then we'll repeat that. We were going to figure out the order right now. Um, let's see if Tyler can go three for three on going first. <laughs> okay, awesome, Ben, Ethan, Matt, Tyler. Let's randomize. Okay, number one, Austin. Nice, number oh, two. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's rigged. I think he set this up. <laughs> uh, number two is Matt, number three is Ethan. Number four is me, and for the first time, Tyler bringing up the rear here. Number five. Yeah, but I still got those back-to-back picks. So. I know those are nice to have. So I'm okay Austin, with it. Austin, Matt, Ethan, me, Tyler. If any of you assholes steal the movie I want in this first round, <laughs> too I will late. Be so nice to you. <laughs> too <stuff>. late. <laughs> I will respect that choice. <laughs> I will hate it. Okay, Austin, let's hear it. All right, well, I guess Dark I World. Do I just type that in right yeah. now? Yeah, 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 no, no, no. Got it. Dark World. Let's move on. The uh, next. <laughs> uh, I'm actually just gonna uh, 
you know, go with Avengers uh, Infinity War. Uh, what are you doing? Taking your pod. <clears throat> no, you're not. You will not be taking our pod today, sir. Uh, well, are you making your voice deeper? No, you are. You're imitating the Godman. It's weird. Oh, I'm not. <gasps> he just did it again. This is my voice. That's my Son number one. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm a like i'm a fan of the twist endings mm -hmm. for most movies and that ending that's why i picked that one over endgame yeah that's my favorite of those two also mm. for yeah, sure I think it's a great choice that's a great choice um i am going to follow that up uh with just the very first avengers movie dr banner now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Okay. Nice. Taking the Avengers. I like that. <clears throat> nice. I need to revisit that. I haven't watched that in a very long time. But, I, I mean, I feel like everyone was super excited about that one. Not the spy movie from 1998, but the superhero movie. <laughs> not Uma Thurman. Okay, got it. Robert Downey, not Uma Thurman. Okay, I'll make a note of that. Easy mistake to make. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Okay, Ethan, what you got? Listen, this really puts me in a pickle here because being in this third <laughs> pick, if I like, you know, there's a lot of good movies out there, and I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna botch it one way or another. Well, if you uh, take mine, you get booted. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's he's see not what as you nice got. as I am. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So I'm just gonna go with my gut uh, and think what, like, what would I want to just like flip on if I'm in the mood for a Marvel movie, and it's got to be uh, Thor Ragnarok. You son mm. of a bitch. I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. Hell yes. I'll accept that. I think, I, I think that movie redefined, obviously redefined Thor, but like redefined what the MCU could be and could do in terms of oh, yeah. humor and, and cinematography. And taika is yeah you is get taika man you get taika and my favorite avenger i'm so mad at you why <laughs> did we so invite good. these guys <laughs> i mean they did something right thank goodness <laughs> you, get the matt damon, you get the matt damon scene oh yeah you do which is awesome like i remember hearing an interview with him when someone asked like why did you play the led zeppelin song multiple times like if you paid for the rights why not play it multiple times yeah. like <laughs> movies only play songs once like if i have led zeppelin i'm gonna play it a lot <laughs> i can't i can't fight that that, that Plus totally it's makes badass. sense yeah yeah that's well, so good that opening scene is he's just like swinging around like oh wait hold on hold on like hold oh. on, hold on. <laughs> i'm just sit here and we're just gonna quote ragnarok the rest of the time <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to report that I'm still friends with all of you now because I was able to pick mine. Guardians of the Galaxy one. I knew it. I am. Well, that's just as fascinating as the first 89 times you told me that. What is wrong with giving tree here? Well, he don't know talking good like me and you. So his vocabulistics is limited to I and am and Groot. Exclusively in that order. Nice. That's going to be my first pick. Um, man, that movie... I distinctly remember I went and watched it in the theaters by myself. And then I actually went over to Tyler's house with some other friends and I, I just couldn't stop talking about it. And I think I convinced all of you to go watch it with me the next day. Cause I remember us all going to the theater to see that. I'm fairly positive. I don't, I think you, I'm pretty sure you were still here, right? Were you still here? Or were you Honestly, I'm, at that point? 
I feel like I'm being like gaslit or something. Cause I'm like, I yep. don't remember. You were there. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I, I I've never seen guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, yeah. Anyways, I, I love that movie so much. So I'm ecstatic that it's still here at the oh, spot. So I feel so bad That's that I don't right. remember a piece of wow. one of my best friend's memory. It's all right. It's in my head. Maybe it's just like Inception. Someone planted it there. Like I remember. Tyler was there, I think it's because I took my mom to see it. Uh, we wanted. We all wanted to go see a movie oh, as a nice. family. And I and like my dad loves like action movies, and she doesn't. But I was like, I think she'll like this, and she yeah. did. So that's my big memory with Guardians of the Galaxy. To be so. fair, though, I remember right. like I talked about us going to see Dark Knight together, which we didn't do. So I think if I just like <laughs> if I love a movie, I was like, I think I saw this. Tyler with was us. there. <laughs> I remember seeing that. But yeah, I don't know. Well, that's um, the cutest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, just always popping it. up in my thoughts. So. All right. Well, all what right, am I going to do? Back to back. Literally almost all the movies I wanted to take this round are <laughs> gone. There are a couple good ones, though. I'm just having a hard time deciding. But I just remembered I get two in a row. Yes, so, you do. Um, Let's hear that burner. I am going to take, for my first pick, I'm going to take Civil War. All right. I run out of patience. Underoos! Good job, kid. Thanks. Well, I could have stuck the landing a little better. It's just a new suit. Well, it's nothing, Mr. Stark. It's it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, we don't really it's... need to start a conversation. Okay. Cap, Captain. Big fan, of Spider-Man. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Just. Hey, everyone. Good job. Nice. Solid, Solid pick. pick. Uh, that was actually the first one that popped into my head, and I always forget that it wasn't like an Avenger movie. Yeah. You know, because uh, they all, at a certain point they all just seem like avenger movies right yeah and um and that's the first time we get spider-man right yes it is Am I lo- okay I'm like i feel first like we get black panther that's right yeah we get all sorts of cool mm-hmm. stuff um and uh i like i liked the tension between cap and and uh, iron man i thought it was a cool uh moral debate so yeah i'll take civil war for the first one cool. wait before um, you move on before you move on when yeah. we drop this we're gonna have a poll come up on Instagram about whose side you're on with Civil War. So I think it's best to ask Austin and Ethan mm. whose side are you on. Oh, yeah, that's tough. I, so I also run another podcast called 15 Minutes of Marvel, and I have a new show coming out tomorrow where I am talking about Civil War. Oh, oh rest. Which is the strangest thing. Um, and that's the question of the show. Great. So I'll, I'll drop a little preview. Um, Love it. I'd have to. I'd have to go with. Team Iron Man. Uh, I feel like. Just, just, <laughs> man. I, I can't answer everything right. I mean, come on. I'm a pressure cooker here. Let the man have an opinion, man. I, I can't. I just morally, I can't be a vigilante. I can't know that I'm against the law. I can't know that I'm running from from okay. powers that be. There's okay. just something wrong with me. So I'd have to go Team Iron Man. That's Fair cool. enough. I think this becomes a like debate of logic or like lawfully good and lawfully bad, mm-hmm. and this is where I'm going to have to side with Cap on on it. You know, yes, it's yeah. all the accords and all that stuff. Like, yes, it makes sense, but I'd much rather go on Cap's side. You got to have the ability to be flexible. For sure, I uh, so I agree with that. I would pick Cap's side for those reasons but all of my favorite Avengers are on Iron Man's side. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> so I really think it's a party over there and I want to be, I want to be on Spider-Man's team. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Some of the truce real quick. Yeah. Just a party. Yeah, like, I don't know. I get to hang out with vision and 
Black Widow. I don't know. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So I, I guess I, that's. I guess I'm going Team Iron Man. Cool. <laughs> ben, what's your wait? Wait, Ben, what team are you? Please don't say Team Cap. Uh, team Steve Rogers. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I am. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm with him. Now you, you'll be happy to know that this is an ongoing debate in like my wife's family, and they're all Iron Man people. They're all Tony Stark, so you're in good company. Yeah, we actually just they're just not here trilogy. though right now. Yeah, they can't right. back you up. You're, yeah. you're outnumbered. They, they can't protect you. Uh, just know they exist. <laughs> they're out there. Uh, yeah, we just did a Blade trilogy uh, episode, and that question came up about where we think Blade would have ended up, but we'll just leave that out there is a mystery until like, even though this is going to come out after that was dead so. <laughs> it doesn't even matter but well just in case maybe we'll switch up the schedule that's true know. yeah um, all right, all right. here number well, two so my second pick um who Ugh. i'm gonna take black panther god damn it yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. very happy for you gotta take black panther <laughs> t'challa my king chadwick man <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't really, really what else to say about it. I remember um, I heard a take after it came out. Someone was talking about it, and they just said, like, I feel like if it wasn't for the racial thing, no one would like this movie. And I just, like, what? I couldn't wrap my head around that for a million different reasons, but I was just like, what are you talking Like, it's such a fucking cool movie. It's, like, yeah, the yeah. villain's cool. Like, the world that they live in and you get exposed to is incredible yeah talk about world building holy shit and, like, yeah that like, amazing the way his armor works and the way he gets his power like the fact that it's like you know tribal and passed down through generations is like what are you talking about this is incredible storytelling in a comic so book good. movie so um yeah black panther with my number two pick yeah we have a, we have a friend of ours that uh actually hates the movie we did like a hot takes episode and really? he had it on and he yeah. was like i hate this movie wow wow yeah. guess what hasn't been on the show since <laughs> no longer friends well now that i declared on team cap i don't know if i'll be able to come on and see it's like oh sorry we're busy uh, busy forever <laughs> man damn it that's a good pick all right shit I have two I really want, but I, I I have to go with my gut here. I'm going with Winter Soldier. Oh, I think I love Civil War. I love Spider-Man. Like that movie's so good. But I think Winter Soldier for me is like beat for beat the best MCU movie. Like it's, it's so good. It's not my favorite. Guardians is my favorite, but Civil War to me is just like, and I mean, it's where we met the Russo brothers and like we like got an idea of what they were going to be doing. For the next like four or five years, I just we meet Falcon. Like we, I don't know, I love that movie. I think it's amazing. So I'm gonna lock in with uh, Winter Soldier. Well done. All right, my turn. It's yes, a, all you, man. Okay, well, I can't believe it dropped this uh, this far, but you know, I'm gonna have to go with Endgame. That's yeah. like one of my one of my favorite movies. Um, probably my all time favorite movie going experience of all time. Oh, cool. yeah. um, so great. Yeah, and. I do think I do think that the I, I feel like it's bigger than the sum of its parts because it's such a culmination of of the ten years like building up to it. For sure, and we finally get to see it happen uh, is is pretty amazing. Um, you know, and, and kind of the antithesis to Infinity War, we we get the ending that we want and uh, kind of that we want. But uh, um, yeah, for sure. And it like they they 
they wrapped it all up so well. It's really hard to end things, as we've yeah. seen recently with a lot of different stuff. You know, we talked about Breaking Bad. They happen to be able to end there as well. Uh, and I feel like, you know, Endgame had the same effect. And it also is the type of movie that is uh, the antithesis to what I normally feel. And that it's like, that's like the movie where it's appropriate to cheer. Like, if you don't cheer in the theater, oh, like... Yeah. You're, Something's wrong with you. It, then, like, yeah, because normally I hate, you know, I don't, I don't like people cheering or whatever in, in movies. It's, you know, silly. But in that movie, it was, like, totally appropriate and it, like, added to the experience for me. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Cat picking up me all near and just, like, yeah, holy shit. The place <laughs> was like, bananas. What is happening awesome. right now? This is, oh my God. It was so good. So many feels in that movie. Yeah. Sure. Well, solid pick. Can't complain about that. Matt? Well, those, uh, Winter Soldier and Endgame were my next two picks, so good job, guys. <laughs> um, I will have to go with, since uh, I'll take the sloppy seconds with Guardians 2. Um, okay. Nice. I, I love that sequel still. Um, it's one of my favorite sequels. And uh, yeah, I, just like the first one, I found myself listening to that soundtrack all the time. Um, For sure. Kurt Russell was a great ad- addition. And yeah. Guardians two is Guardians two is where we get um we get the uh, send off for yeah I'm looking at his name yeah 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 that was a really the scavenger cool funeral mm-hmm. yeah yeah a lot more mantis which is yeah tears were shed for yes. sure <laughs> and Mary Poppins, I mean y'all <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that line is so good. <laughs> And I just love the whole Drax, like, you can't see me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's so funny. Like, he's cast perfectly in that role. Like, Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's, he's a huge reason that that's my favorite movie out of the MCU. All right, Austin, back-to-back picks. All right. Let's see here. I, gotta go, I think I got to go very beginning. Got to do Iron Man. I nice. knew you were going to pick Iron Man, Austin. I, I was waiting for <laughs> it to happen. Pick. That was... Literally my number three pick. I almost took that over Panther. Almost. I mean, it's just, it started it all. Like yeah. that's, I don't know. It has a special part. Like it, it's a good movie overall. Like John mm-hmm. Favreau. I mean, we literally just talked about John Favreau. Last Say no more. Ours. Yeah. Say <laughs> no more. He just knows how to do movies. Yeah, he does. I mean, I was, I was going to say like, I listened to your guys' episode and I was just like appalled that Iron Man didn't win like that poll. Cause like you guys, that movie set off the MCU. Like I love Mandalorian chef is amazing. I only get like Cubans now whenever I go to a sandwich place because yeah. of that movie. <laughs> For real. I was like Iron Man set off the entire MCU. I was just like, I couldn't believe everyone didn't just like that didn't win hands down, but you know, whatever it's each their own, but Mm-hmm. My, my bow is for Iron Man, for sure. Understandable. Um, I guess going with my, my next one, then, is going to be uh, probably Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. I'm trying to make Ben cry here. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. Come on. What happened to your voice? What do you mean, what happened to my voice? I heard you got a bridge. I know what a girl sound like. I'm not a girl. I'm a boy. I mean, I'm a, I'm a man. I don't care what she was. Boy, girl. I'm not a girl. I'm a man. Come on, man, look, who is selling these weapons? I need to know. Give me names or else. You ain't never done this before, huh? Deactivate interrogation mode. Speaking of Civil War, I did to tear up. <laughs> we got Spider-Man in there. <laughs> I recently re- rewatched that. Michael Keaton is so goddamn good. Apparently, I, I heard that he would like do like his little fight scenes with him, and he would 
like whisper uh, to Tom Holland that he was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. That's great. That's so good. Oh man. Well, I would have taken uh, Homecoming first as well, but I'm gonna have to roll with Far From Home. Take a Spidey flick myself. So good. Shucks. Jake Gyllenhaal. And again, Maggie, that's Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Maggie oh my god, I want Maggie Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. It's so bad. Oh. I, love I really, I really like in Far From Home. I feel like that was really because I think originally that was that was dedicated to be like the first Phase Four film, right? And um, before it kind of got like pushed, uh, I really like how we got our villain to be like a con man. Like nothing was legit, and he was just after it for vengeance. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I felt like that was something new, and and yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal just premium in that movie. And the ending, like I was shocked at oh, the ending. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing it in theaters, and I was like, "Yo, did I just see that?" That was, it was crazy. <laughs> but it was like a double whammy of like, like we're getting Jay Jonah, like we're getting him, you know, and then also just like, yeah, we now see Spider Man is like, holy, that was a lot to take in. That was so good. I'm blanking on his name now. Who is he? Whiplash, J. Jonah Jameson. I can't think J.K. Of Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah. Man, so good to see him back there. Um, mm-hmm. So great. Okay, Ethan. That'll put me up. See, now we're getting cut through because we gotta we gotta pick the last of the, you know, the best of the last here. Mm-hmm. Um I am gonna go with uh Ant Man, actually. Cool. I was at a wine tasting with my cousin Ernesto, which was mainly mm-hmm. reds, and, and you know I don't like reds, man. You know, but there was a rose that saved the day, it was delightful. And he tells me about this girl, Emily, that we used to kick it with. It was actually the first pair of boobs that I ever touched. It's the wrong details. It's the wrong. It has nothing to do with the story. I think I think Paul Rudd in the MCU is fantastic. That mm-hmm. movie is hilarious. Um, and I just, I feel like, I feel like Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas, like you can't really go wrong with that. Um, and, and yeah, it was, it's a fun movie. And I actually just watched it for the first time, like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Nice. Oh, Nice. Austin, yeah. what do you have to say? Let's go. Yep. Let's go. So, <laughs> homework before starting the pod. <laughs> so, Ethan, I I really want you to tell them how many uh, how many of these movies have you recently seen for the first time? For the first time, like in the last twenty four hours, two of them. <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> so, like, I you know I got on the MCU train pretty late, and so like I never found myself going back to Phase One, like originals. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, and so. Last night or two nights ago, I watched The Incredible Hulk for the first time. And then this mm, afternoon, right. I watched Thor The Dark World for the first time. Um, just because like, I had never gotten to them before. Sure. But I am proud to say I'm an official MCU completionist and I've seen them all. That's nice. awesome. There you go. Well done. Welcome. I, <laughs> I, I, I love The Hulk. I feel like I'm one of the few people that really likes it. But I love Ed Norton. Having spent some time in Brazil, like that definitely plays to me. I, I, I don't know. I think it's great. I'm excited we're getting Tim Roth back. Like mm-hmm. I can't yeah. wait to see what he's going to do in She-Hulk. It's going to be great. Um, okay. I'm taking one that probably will be round and round four, but I just, it's the next one for me in my don't list. Don't do it. Don't you do it. I'm, it's probably not what you want. Um, I'm taking Age of Ultron. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you're fine. Don't worry. Nobody wants this movie. But, <laughs> I love this movie. I do know for a fact that we saw this together, Tyler, because we were in California working. Uh, do, yes, that's Do you remember true. that? I, I do I know remember that. I'm one for three. I'm one for three on memories. <laughs> but I know we went and saw Ultron together at that super cool theater. So I don't know. I know it doesn't get love, but I just think like I, 
mean, James Spader, number one, is great. Yeah. That lifting mule nor scene is like top five all time so for funny. me in the MCU. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. hilarious. It's so good. I think it's just like less I put this in my letterbox, but it's like it's less of a full movie and more of just like a compilation of really cool scenes that are just like mm-hmm. it's like kind of like a highlight reel, but like I, I don't know. Um plus we get vision, we get Wanda, we get Pietro, like there's yeah. so much stuff. Like this is the first time we hear about Wakanda because we meet Claw, like there's mm-hmm. so much that happens in Ultron. I know it's kind of a mess, but it's like, I, I love it so much. So, um, yeah, gotta lock in then with Ultron for number three. All right. I mean, well. you, could, you could also say it's like really a good, uh, simple buildup to, uh, civil war, because mm-hmm. if, if that whole situation with Sokovia doesn't happen, um, then we don't get anything in the future. Like if, the, if they're able to stop it and yeah. everything's fine, then, then we're good. Yeah, it's a really good point. There would be no accords, none of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that build up. Like they had they they were actually met with a challenge that that didn't have an easy answer. Mm-hmm. I feel like around that time there was like something in the water in Hollywood where there was starting to be like a backlash in the screenwriting towards uh Holly or comic book movies. Cause I feel like Superman did this, or like the Superman and Batman did this, where they start mm-hmm. talking about like the dangers of the superheroes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if it's just like the natural progression of the story or if it was just like a trend that caught wind in Hollywood or something, but I started noticing it. And I think that's why I didn't like Ultron. Cause I didn't like, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I want to watch Hulk smash and I want to watch Iron Man fly around and do cool. I don't want to hear about Tony Stark's <laughs> God complex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, hearing Spader was really cool. He's a really cool voice for a villain. And like, you know, now we get WandaVision because of it and we get all sorts of other stuff. So you're right. It's like super important to like the, you know, where the MCU ended up going, mm-hmm. but. I think I was just like, don't make me think about this. And Hawkeye finally got some screen time without being a zombie. So that's (laughs) good for him, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, so I thought you were going to take Doctor Strange because it's one that doesn't get a lot of love from everyone, but it's Mm -hmm. one of my favorites. So that'll be my number, what, three pick? Number three, yeah. Number three pick. And uh, since it's still available, he's my favorite Avenger and it's still on the board. I'm going to take Thor. The original okay. Thor. Nice. This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Um, he's just always been my favorite Avenger. It's got uh, <clears throat> the OG Mount Crushmore for me, Natalie Portman. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always loved that movie. I've always loved the character of Thor. So yeah, I'll take that. That'll round out my draft there. My my household is Thor fans. My roommate has like a Thor like Mjolnir like tattoo with like Hell his yeah. helmet and stuff like <laughs> nice. that on his leg and stuff like that. So you're well, good company. That's Love awesome. It. My hardest part with that movie is the blonde eyebrows, just like the way he looks. Like that's that's the only <laughs> thing is he hadn't figured out his look yet, you know. But other than that, it's a super fun movie. <laughs> the beer scene is so good. It's classic, man. Yeah. I love it. Right. Or I'll have another and like smash the mug. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Good. And like, you know, blonde eyebrows or not, that man is a dream boat. So I won't That's have fair. you slander That's him fair. on my podcast. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fair. Um, well, shit. Okay. Part of me really wants to take Hulk right now, but I think I need to get it. With... Go right ahead. I know you guys are like, yeah, please. None of us want it. So go ahead. Um, <laughs> 
But I think I'm going to go higher, further, faster. I'm taking Captain Marvel with my Ooh. fourth pick. I like that pick. Yeah. That that movie had like a lot of expectations, I think, mm-hmm. that was going to be hard to live up to. Um, but I still really like the film. Like, I enjoy the film. I think that's one of the funniest Stanley cameos when he's reading uh, the Mallrats script, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Just like the technology of the Sam Jackson stuff. And I, I think Brie Larson was great. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the movie. We get what well, I think you guys talked about this in your episode, but kind of the scroll invasion. Like, it's kind of nice to mm-hmm. get that revealed because that just opens up so many possibilities mm-hmm. for this next phase. So, um, and the original J Law. I mean, you can't, yes. you can't go wrong <laughs> if you get the original, the best J Law in your movie. That's you're right. Picked, so, yeah. Um, Do we? I, so my my only concern, and I don't know, I only say concern for lack of a better word, but she like Captain Marvel sort of has like the Superman problem to me in that she's like seems invincible. Yeah. So like, what's the what stakes are there? Like, how mm-hmm. compelling is it? I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about that? I, I'm curious how how the guys from the other pod feel. I don't care what you guys think. About it, but, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, Ethan, I'm curious. What do you, how, what do you think about that? Yeah, you know, and I feel like that's a big uh, talking point for Endgame as well. Like, she yeah. can just go, like, toe-to-toe with Thanos and, like, no issues whatsoever. Um, I do see that being a character flaw, but it's also, like, incredibly badass. And, like, True. you just can't, like, like what are you going to do? Like, that's just super sick. Um, I've always loved Captain Marvel as a movie. Um, and I know it, you know, it had its um, whole dramatic, uh, you know, embargo lift and and uh, yeah. ratings bombs and all that jazz. Um but I think Brie Larson is excellent. And I think, For sure. I, I think, I don't think that there's another superhero like her in the MCU until she came along. Um, right, because yeah. Everybody else has very significant flaws. Um, and like Tony probably being the closest, but he, his ego is just too crazy. And so you get someone that is like kind of the complete package. For sure. I do like the idea that her battle with Thanos was such an afterthought to her that whatever else she's dealing with must be, so i'm curious to see where they take that because i mean think about it she came in and she just like dust off her shoulder took care of thanos was like you guys got this from here all right i'll see you (laughs) later i got bigger fish to fry and it's like bigger fish to fry than fucking thanos like (laughs) guy wiped out half of existence with a finger snap you know my mom died (laughs) (laughs) science doesn't matter to you Sorry, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm interested in it. It's always been sort of like a double-edged sword because I do think on one hand, it's cool to think of the possibilities, but on the other hand, it's like, it's kind of boring. Like she can just win, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious where they go with uh, Captain Marvel too, but I do love that they referenced her in WandaVision and just said like, yeah, our two strongest, uh, you know, Avengers are Scarlet Witch and Captain Marvel. So I like that they kind of like declared that like, yes, these two are, are the toughest out of all. Like they're the most powerful out of all of them. Like yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Give them a little love. That's good. But yeah, she's like, I'm just going to take down this whole ship and end the game before I come down and help <laughs> you guys. Don't worry. It's like, <laughs> holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. WandaVision, WandaVision, uh, Monica is much like Tyler. She's just like, let's not talk about Captain Marvel. She's bored. Who cares? All right. Is it Ethan, right? Final pick. Yeah, this is my final cool. pick. Um, cool, I'm, I'm really stoked. Um, I'm going to go with Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, nice. Like like the back 40 minutes of that movie is just like raw Captain America, like kicking ass. For and sure, like, yeah. It's awesome. And I think origin story-wise, it's 
it's really funny. It's also really cool to see like a skinny, skinny CGI Steve <laughs> Rogers go yeah, to like just ridiculously ripped uh, and like him discovering his abilities. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that was uh, if Thor hadn't been available, I would have taken that one. Um, I had no zero expectation going into that movie. In fact, I expected it to suck, uh, but not in a way that I was going to let it affect how I thought about it with watching it. But yeah. I was completely blown away. I was like, well, that was badass. Like, I didn't know anything about Captain America. I thought he was corny, you know, like, yeah. who wants a guy wearing the American flag running around? Like, I don't know. It just was it just seemed like this weird patriotic corny thing. And it ended up being so badass and being one of the, you know, better characters in the whole MCU. So, yeah, that's that's what definitely got better for me on, like, the second viewing. Like, after I saw it in the theater, I was like, I don't like that was cool. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it was fine. But watching it again, I was like, oh, that's a that's a really good. Like, like you said, setting stuff up, like setting up Bucky and yeah, Red Skull. I think it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You get a lot of uh, talking points in that movie that carry throughout the entire mcu of like him him jumping on the grenade or him and, and, yeah. him and bucky like you said like um you know taking all the trouble with them type situation um where that relationship like if we don't see that relationship form a lot of like future mcu stuff falls apart oh for sure yeah. for sure and time lee jones yeah yeah <laughs> solid <laughs> yeah, good um yeah i mean i love i love the bucky arc just across the mcu mm-hmm. like how cool is it that a guy who's like everyone sees like that one guy who dies in a war movie, but he comes back as like a super villain mm. and then ends up joining like the, you know, the superheroes. Like that's such a cool, cool story arc. And it's, it's he's awesome a, that he's in that first He's one. an extremely important part of the MCU too. Like he causes the civil war in a lot of ways, uh, in a, you know, in a roundabout way. And yeah, he's, 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 it's a really, yeah, it's great. Good job, Winter Soldier. Speaking of, I just want to <laughs> I want to know what you guys think, everyone. Um, with the Mjolnir scene from Ultron, Cap moves it, obviously. Where do you guys fall on this? Do you think like he didn't lift it up because he didn't want to embarrass Thor? Like he could have done it. Do you think like I, mm. my thoughts tie into Bucky because the idea that like he knew what you know Bucky had done to Tony's parents and hadn't told Tony, so he wasn't like completely worthy because he had some like secret that he was keeping, but everything else about him was worthy. That's why he got to like move it just a little bit like where, where do you guys stand on this do you think cap could have lifted it then and just didn't do it or he genuinely couldn't lift it up i think he couldn't i'm gonna uh, that's what i'm gonna say i don't think he could at the time yeah yeah i agree with austin only because i never thought about that before and so i just was like oh no he just can't do it because he's not quite there you know whatever so yeah i don't think he could do it yeah i think i think it also plays into the fact of, of civil war. So like he knew what happened to Tony's parents and that's one thing, but the fact that like he, he is choosing to go against all of these friends of his, um, like on an ethics and a morals basis, mm-hmm. um, at least eats up some part, some part of himself and his confidence and his judgment and, and his worthiness. Uh, um, so I feel like he had too much on his plate at the time and, and maybe he could drop it for like that millisecond that he moved it. Yeah but it was way too much to, to, you know, get rid of, to be able to lift the entire thing. I like it. How are you, Matt? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go against the green here. I think, uh, I think he could move it. I don't think he thought that he could move it. Um, Mm. I think uh, when he needed to use it, I think he was able to, to wield it in like a time of need. Okay. Um, 
But I think like if you if you compare the character Steve Rogers to to Thor, I think he's like way more of a like, pure in heart, like a way mm-hmm. more pure and worthy character than Thor is. Um so I mean and maybe the baggage should have something to do with that, but I'm kind of an all or nothing person where it's like if you can move it at all, you can you can yeah. hold it. And I wonder what like the definition of worthiness is because you just you know, made me think, you know, actually think about being worthy and able to hold that hammer. And like, is Thor, Thor's worthiness seems to be just his unabashed bravery. Like he definitely has some flaws, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's cocky and he's arrogant and all these other things, but you know, he's, he's going to fight for all he's got and he's got, you know, he's, he's very brave and he's, he tries to do the right thing to the best of his ability. So it's, it's interesting. Like, does the hammer like rate d- different levels of worthiness in different categories, different areas, you know, I don't know. It's, well, there's also really like one of my favorite scenes. I'm this pot is just going to become me fighting for Ultron because we also, <laughs> we, get, we get the vision lift in Ultron where he just like hands it to the floor and everyone yeah. freaks the fuck out. Like, oh my God. Like, and like, so his, I think worthiness is just like vision will always like calculated do what is the best thing. That's just how yeah. he functions. Like, this is the best option. This is what we're going with. And so he could lift the hammer. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, a, yeah, I think it just like knows the person, you know? So, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool little character device. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that on an Instagram poll as well. Yeah. It'll be good. That was a great question. Three films in Age of Ultron. Please watch Age of Ultron. <laughs> please watch it, please. I need friends. Um <laughs> all right, Matt. Okay. Five um, to choose this, from. What are you gonna do? This movie gets clowned on. Um people don't like it. Uh they think it's the weakest of the Iron Man's. Um actually I think people unanimously think the Iron Man 2 is the weakest. But I'm gonna go with Iron Man 3. Um I think uh people were disappointed in the subverted expectations of Mandarin um, and kind of what he was and the role he played in that. Uh, But when I, when I think about like the, the premise of Iron Man three, I just think it's so cool that like, it's basically a depowered Tony Stark in a garage with a kid, Yeah, you know, and that's such a cool concept, especially from like a, I think what Marvel's done really well is taken um, unique stories and genres and just like applied superheroes around them. And, uh, so it's not your typical superhero movie by any means, but I will always love that, uh, van scene where he, I can't remember the character's name. So I'm just going to say Garrett, but he's like, Tony <laughs> needs Garrett. And the guy's like, and Garrett needs Tony. I need you to jump on the roof, right? Recalibrate the ISDNs, pump it up by about 40%. Got it. Right, it's a mission. Yeah. Tony needs Gary. And Gary needs to be quiet about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was it. the weirdest one to see at the funeral in Endgame. I was like, who is that person? <laughs> I know. I had forgotten. <laughs> so I think I saw it the once, but yeah. I did enjoy it. I liked it more than most did. I, I loved the reveal. I mean, this was the Shane Black one, right? Uh, yeah. Iron Man 3. Yeah. I, I thought the reveal worked super well. Like, I love Ben Kingsley. So I think that all worked wonderfully. Um, did they get in the fight at the party in this one? Iron Man and. Um, I can't think of Gosh, I haven't character seen name. this since it came out. Is that remember. this one where they get in the fight at the party? Or is I that, think so. I, don't I can't remember. I enjoyed that I need scene. to watch the game. I do know that this movie has Elon Musk in it, so that's a big W. Mm. Oh, is, I don't remember him being in this. That's awesome. Okay, Austin. 
bring it home. home. Yeah. yeah we'll all right. All right. You know, with the four options left, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 2, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Lord in the Dark World, and Incredible Hulk. I think I'm going to go with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, you know, it's a, everything that created the quantum realm. Like, mm-hmm. it it leads to the Avengers in, uh, Endgame and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a, a good progress movie. For sure. For sure. Michelle Pfeiffer, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's another one. Kind of like Age of Ultron. I don't know if you guys heard me talk about this, but, but <laughs> it's, it's a really good. Have you like, been talking about that? <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it yet or not. But did anyone take that one? Did anyone pick Ultron? Did anyone take that yet? Uh, yeah, number one overall. <laughs> <laughs> my God, like the worst take. But I would have loved to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's just like it's important, like you said, the quantum realm, all that kind of stuff. That's the one with the teaser two at the end, right? Where they're like on top of the the parking garage. garage. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the best teasers. I love that. Sweet. Well, those are pretty solid choices, and I feel like if I had to guess what three would have been left at the end of this, it is the three that are still here. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, kind of crazy to talk about. So we got Iron Man 2 didn't get picked, Incredible Hulk didn't get picked, and Thor The Dark World. Um, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on these? I've, I've you know, I love Hulk. But yeah, what do you guys think about these movies? I am curious, is it impossible to make like a Hulk-centric movie? Like he was a great part of uh, Ragnarok, but like there's no, like, is it just impossible to do? No one's really been able to do it. Like him as the only character, it doesn't seem like it's something that can be done. It's been hard. Like, yeah. I like her. Go for it. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just know that Joss Whedon referred to him as like sort of like a werewolf type character where um, all the challenges that you'd have in like a werewolf movie is is a Hulk movie. And so it kind of gets rehashed. Like what what can the werewolves do? And, you know, that's that's new and interesting. And we already have Teen Wolf. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, like that that comparisons made and that Taika directed the best, in my opinion, the best showing of Hulk. And he has uh, what we do in the shadows with the, the swearwolves. <laughs> yeah. It all ties together. Maybe it's just Taika. Taika's the answer. And That's that might I mean. be the case. Maybe you need someone with a different perspective on the world and a different way of thinking and a different sense of humor to make a character like that work. Because the character in of itself is pretty fucking ridiculous. You yeah. know what I mean? So you need kind of a ridiculous brain to kind of make sense of it all, I guess. And it works. It works. Well, I, mean, they, <laughs> they, they, I actually oh. liked Thor the dark world better than the original thor oh interesting and, and i and i feel like that's a hot take because i just watched the dark world this afternoon uh and i haven't seen thor for for a minute but um but like i i just thought the dark world was i don't know i just felt like it was more enjoyable so like i don't get i don't really understand the massive amounts of hate like i feel like the entire mcu is just like which one's the worst of like all of the best movies <laughs> yeah it's like everything's everything's excellent um so like you know it just unfortunately is not up to snuff against age of ultron but like what do you do <laughs> yeah yeah you know, classic. Classic. <laughs> you know, you're not touch him. age of ultron <laughs> Thor I, I think it's a really good point though like it's there it's all like the worst of the best i kind of feel the same about pixar granted i haven't seen like any of the car sequels and you know good dinosaurs just like a kid with a dog movie but 
even like their worst stuff, you could still enjoy it visually if nothing else, you know, like I think there's, that's true. there's nothing really awful. Austin, did you have something you were going to say? Oh, I was going to rehash the, uh, the werewolf at like analogy because mm. obviously we see like professor Hulk, um, yeah. in, mm-hmm. in Endgame, But then we also know that he can be like the red Hulk and stuff like that. So, I mean, yes, it's the, the werewolf, but werewolves can put on a jacket, you know? It's yeah. true. <laughs> That's very true. Doesn't maybe like, dress up for Halloween? <laughs> doesn't Thunderbolt Ross become? Does he become Gray Hulk or is he Red Hulk? Who does he become? I don't remember. remember That's a great question. Yeah, I think no, Ross I becomes Red Hulk. Red Hulk, yeah. yeah. And like Planet Hulk was the most exciting storyline, so they kind of touched on that in Ragnarok. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think we're ever gonna get a Hulk solo movie. I think is it Universal that still has the rights to Hulk? Something. Oh, like I didn't that. even know that. I think, I think so. Marvel Something got like it that, back. Yeah. Do they get it back? I think so. Oh, okay. I think the Incredible Hulk is a Marvel. Oh, okay. Nice. But, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Sweet. Well, let's recap what people picked here. Austin went with Infinity War, Iron Man, Homecoming, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Matt with the original Avengers, Guardians 2, Far From Home, and Iron Man 3. Ethan got Ragnarok, Endgame, Ant-Man, and First Avenger. I took my beloved Guardians, uh, Winter Soldier, <laughs> Age of Ultron. I haven't, I, we haven't really talked about that yet, but I got that with the third pick. Oh. And Captain Marvel. Um, and then, yeah, Tyler closes now with Civil War, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Thor. I think these are all solid drafts, to be honest. Um, like we talked yeah, about, it's, there's not really awful movies here to pick Yeah, from. it's kind of funny because it's like, obviously all five of us like all of these like this world so it's like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know give me the worst piece of pizza that's fine like, it's still... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'll take like, the room temp pizza from last night yeah. yes it's all it's good totally I, feel like, I, I feel like everybody has a sleeper pick on their on their dress mm-hmm. like you can you can really vouch for like a doctor strange or an iron man 3 like you could set up a solid solid argument of why it deserved to be drafted and i feel like everybody everybody like came good yeah and i think a lot of that was to do like you know ben took guardians I and mean, they deserve to go pretty early but i think you would have taken that maybe with your first pick because i know it's your favorite movie so yeah like personality kind of goes into that too which is i'm starting to learn is my favorite thing about doing these drafts is because you kind of paint a picture of the person that picks all the movies it's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah you can see what their stuff was what yeah what they picked and how it like reflects their taste. Um, I wanted to talk briefly about what is coming up. We've already broken the no TV rule. So let's just open <laughs> the floodgates here, but Marvel, I mean, they that Disney announcement they had the other day with the, what they announced like 20 new things, something like that. Like there's just like between all the movies and TV shows, I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious to hear what you guys are looking forward to the most. Austin, do you want to kick us off with that? Uh, actually, I'm gonna pass this off to Ethan real fast. I gotta think. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, um, like this year, I've got to go. I've got to go with Spider-Man three. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, ride mm. or die with Spider-Man. Um, yeah. All of the rumors that have come out for Spider-Man three of like these, t- like 25 people are in it, and it's gonna be a live Spider-Verse and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't see all of those being true, but like. I think Spider-Man three is, is going to be like a massive, massive movie for the MCU um, for sure. based on how the last like Spider-Man ended and what we know. Um, but like, it's so hard not to be, 
not to be excited for like Thor love and thunder uh, or <laughs> like personally, I'm super stoked uh, for Ironheart on Disney plus. Oh yeah. No release date. We don't know anything. Basically, we don't know anything. We know like who's playing Ironheart, but like I, I'm a big fan of the comic run. Um, even though it was rather short, and I feel like she can really like introduce us to the new wave of like Stark-like technology. Uh, and her with Young Avengers coming up, um, you know, or like set up for Young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like everything's just gonna slap. It's gonna, it's ridiculous. So I, I stay purposely ignorant of like what's coming out. Cause I just, I don't know. I, I feel like expectation has a tendency to ruin my experience with movies a lot of times, or just if not ruin, you know, like greatly alter how I enjoy a movie. So I try to stay in the dark, but I'm curious. And I feel like you would know this. When is uh, the Spider-Man movie supposed to come out? Supposed to come out in December of this year. So, cause I'm, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of like potential timelines, assuming we get, you know, our shit together and get vaccinated and get to the virus under control to a point where we can come out because with you saying it's going to be a huge release, I'm just wondering if like the culmination of being free again, and then this movie coming out, I'm, I'm wondering what that's going to do to some box office records or, you know, change yeah. how a, a movie performs. And I can see that happening with a movie like Spider-Man for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if half those rumors are true, it's going to be amazing. They're really cashing in on on like so many aspects of Spider-Man nostalgia of mm-hmm. like if they're if they're actually getting like some Raimi material and putting it in there. Yeah. And then you have everybody that's invested in like the animated Spider-Verse um mm-hmm. and like everybody knows now knows that we're getting multiverses and like what all of that is mm-hmm. happening. It's it just has like all of the ingredients to be the perfect culmination and like, yeah, getting back out, seeing a movie, like the perfect culmination of everything to just like absolutely explode. Obviously all of that hinges on, does it come out this year? Yeah. yeah who knows? Who knows? Who yeah. knows? Cause you know, you got black widow in the can. I think Eternals is done filming. Like they have some other stuff that was supposed to be out, you know, before this. So who knows? Like the backlog we have, and they don't seem to be wanting to put any of the MCU movies on Disney Plus, which I don't necessarily fault them for. Like selfishly, I would just love to watch Black Widow right now, but yeah. <laughs> I get them wanting to like wait to release it in theaters. So I'm just kind of curious how how much this backs up because Thor: Love and Thunder's like filming right now. There's I don't know. There's going to be so much mm-hmm. to to come out. So we're going to go from two years with no Marvel movies to you know seven movies in one year, something like that's going to be <laughs> going to be absurd, but. I think it could be actually really beneficial for the MCU though. Like one of the major questions after Endgame and Far From Home was like, do people have MCU fatigue? Like are people getting overdosed on on superheroes because we're getting two or three a year? Yeah. And that forcefully they had to take a break. And so now people are like, like you said, Ben, like I will pay anything. Just let me watch Black Widow. I will watch Age of Ultron over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I need Marvel. <laughs> but like, I feel like could I feel like it could really play into Marvel's hands, and and just with all the rumors and like everything they're getting out with Taika directing another and Sam Raimi directing something and John Watts continuing to direct Spider Man, like I just yeah. feel like they're they're crushing it with the decisions. Yeah. Speaking of uh, MCU fatigue, Austin, do you think it's more about is it is it like you know comic book movie fatigue or is it more we were just kind of over the Avengers story. Um, I think he, how I see it is everyone like it was being built up. 
to yeah. to the end game. Right. And now it's like in this transition spot. And so the people that are like they see end game as literally I think the last of the movies mm-hmm. yeah. because they don't know if if it's going to be good, if it's still going to grasp that same aspect um that the Avengers series did. Right. <laughs> so I think it's just more or less people are just curious as to where the story is going to go. I could also see a big fatigue happening if we have seven movies in one year. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just a lot of movies where people are like, Oh, I just, like I just was in, I just saw that like one of the series already. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, a little bit over a movie of every other month, you know, if, mm. if you can, I don't know what everyone's financial situation's like, but not everyone can just shell out all the cash to go to the theater. So it's like, yeah. if you go to the theater six times in a year and every time you go, you see that Marvel opening, you know, credit scroll, I could see it getting a little old, but I don't know. I, I, I kind of think it might've just been like the Avengers storyline. We were just kind of ready to be done with it. And I loved it, but I was still kind of like, all right, I'm kind of ready for like a new thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, a little fun fact about like the Great Depression era when like people after that, they went to go see movies a bunch Mm. because that was the one escape that they had from their the stuff that was happening in their life. So Mm -hmm. that could be very well what could happen um, after all this stuff with COVID. Yeah, Yeah, people are people are ready to get out of the house. I know I am. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What about you, Austin? Were you able to? Yeah. Kind of think about what you're looking forward to. It's coming down to two things. I'm excited for the Eternals and I'm excited for Doctor Strange too. Nice. Yeah. Um, both di- for different reasons. I'm hoping the Eternals gives you that Guardians of the Galaxy feel mm-hmm. to it. Um, a whole brand new like team of people that you don't really know and all that stuff. So that's something that I feel like I'm very interested in. And uh, also like the cast of it is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you, like you got a bunch of ex game of thrones people you got some um really up and comers and whatnot so yeah hot yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's gonna be an interesting uh series um yeah. but then also dr strange too because it's gonna be the first horror film yeah. for the marvel oh, series oh no i hate horror movies <laughs> but the sam raimi horror it's it's yeah it'll be all right <laughs> building up for blade Well, like it's Disney. Like, when does yeah. Disney do horror movies? Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see what Disney thinks is a horror movie. <laughs> True. Fair enough. This will be fun. Like, huh? is it like the old-fashioned like uh, Fantasia? Like Fantasia? Oh, yeah. Like they have like the scary scenes in that. Like <laughs> Doctor Strange in a haunted mansion. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like Mr. Crane, just like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. scary trees, but. Mm. sweet yeah i think i'm looking forward to both of those as well i mean i, I think we're all just looking forward to everything but eternals i mean you guys put the question out on your guys pod and that's what i responded with it's like i can't wait for the eternals i think it's the, the number one thing i'm looking forward to um uh, close number two just because i love oscar isaac is moon knight like for that tv series like i think it's gonna be super fun i don't even care you know what i mean she's like oh it's marvel and oscar isaac cool i mean i'm in like let's do it <laughs> you know that's great that's all I needed to hear. With Ethan Hawke coming into Moon Knight too, like that that show is gonna mm. be amazing. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. It's just gonna be so good. I'm so in the dark here. I'm like, I don't even know. What you I feel like we're ruining about. it for you. I didn't realize you were trying to avoid all this. No, like, oh, it's cool. I, I don't mind if I hear about it, but I don't yeah. seek it out. You know, that makes I mean? sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Matt? What's what are you looking forward to the most? Ooh, I mean, 
since it's done and I'm just antsy to watch it, Black Widow, I think ScarJo got her movie like six years too late. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think they're doing something cool with it. So I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about everything that's, that's already been said. A couple other things that I'm excited about is Jonathan Majors as King the oh, Conqueror. Yes. Mm. And man um, three, right? Yeah. Can't wait to, can't wait to see how that rolls out. Jonathan Majors is awesome. So good. Um, and then I loved the tease for the fantastic four. Like I mm. can't wait to see that done. Right. We were just talking about it the other day. Cause I revisited homecoming. I was like, Man, I, I wasn't sure about John Watts taking on Fantastic Four, but after watching Homecoming, it's like this dude knows how to like set up a, an origin story, so to speak. Like, I'm 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 ready. I think it's gonna be great. I'm curious how they're gonna cast. I think every everything ever just has like John Krasinski as Reed Richards. You know, it's like <laughs> so are they are they gonna follow through with this, or are we gonna get someone <laughs> different? Who knows at this point? But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Tyler of the stuff that you are aware of what are you looking forward to <laughs> um i yeah i'm ex- i'm excited to see how the disney horror universe brings back blade mm-hmm. imagine disney owning blade that'd be awesome <laughs> um uh I, I mean easy answer for me uh would be the, the next thor movie uh he's my favorite and uh yeah i mean to be honest i'm gonna go see all of these so yeah. it's like if the next time I see the new Marvel movie coming out, I'll make plans to see it. But I think the one I'm looking forward to most would be, uh, yeah, the next Thor for sure. It's going to be so good. Probably get some Guardians in there considering the way Endgame left off. So that'll be yeah. a great team up. So cool. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us on this. I, I had a blast. Like this is obviously I think we're all MCU fans here. So this was, <laughs> I think, a, a blast for everybody. Do you guys want to let people know where they can find you on Instagram, whatever your, your podcast final take in 15 minutes? Yeah. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram, um, at final take pod. Um, that's our, that's our main podcast. Uh, and then I have my Marvel, uh, podcast at 15 minute Marvel. Um, so, um, that drops every Tuesday and Friday, just, uh, 15 minutes. And then, um, our final take podcast drops every Monday, uh, Monday morning. Um, yeah, go check us out, go follow us on social and, um, send us your final takes, please. Like you guys do, like we need people to send yeah. us their hot takes. It's For great sure. to like interact cool. with you guys. Like when I threw out that Wes Anderson question, it was so cool to like hear you guys talk about that on the pod. So, I mean, that's the same thing we're trying to do here, you know, just like create this community, get, get talking to people and just get everybody involved. I think everyone's goal here is just to get people to watch movies and talk about it, you know? Yeah. 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 It's the best best we can do. But um yeah, thank you guys again so much. Uh, I just want to thank everyone that's listening. Um, like and subscribe. Go check them out. Like we've been listening to them for a while now, so I'll highly recommend it. Um, you can find our stuff at our website, our Patreon, all of our social links are there. So again, thank you guys for joining us. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. We'll see ya. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, how long have you been standing there? An hour. An hour? Are you serious? I've mastered the ability of standing so incredibly still. 
that I've become invisible to the eye. Watch. You're, you're eating a Zarg nut. But my movement was so slow that it's imperceptible. Mm, no. 